0: This is our number Two. two, 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 two. <laughs> it's time for the fastest 15 minutes in the news. This is Dory's fastest 15. Okay, I was scribbling down notes so furiously as I was listening to CBS News and then to, to Aaron's newscast. And I'm gonna, I'm, I, I got a comment on all this stuff. So they're going to get the vaccine stepped up for six month olds in America. They're really happy that the $5 bill has two women's signatures on it. Uh, Mount Vernon, they had need to avoid teacher burnout. And as I'm writing all these notes, Aaron, I, I, I couldn't pay close enough attention. What was the whale what? right to life story? Right, the city of Port Townsend, this is a non-binding resolution supported by the council and the mayor. It gives uh, legal rights to the endangered southern resident orcas. So it says that, they have a right to life, free and safe passage, um, adequate food supply, things of that nature. Okay, this is the city that uh, kicked an 80-year-old woman out of the Y pool for life because she uh, can find somebody in a locker room. But but so the whales now have a right to life. Do we even know what that means? Does I mean we can't euthanize yeah, them if they uh, if they want to have. So, you know, if, they're, if they get elderly and they decide they just don't want to do it anymore? Uh, I don't know if it goes that far. Oh, but okay. I think it, is, it essentially just gives uh, people the rights to speak on the whale's behalf for their benefit. I think I already have that right. It's called the First mm-hmm. Amendment. And I'm for the whales. There, yeah, yeah me too. Right me too. All and right, yeah, these are called uh, rights of nature laws. They're, they're Hundreds okay. of these across the country, but uh, so far, I think uh, no U.S. courts has ever really um, upheld these laws. Okay. So right, again, right now, this is just non-binding. I think the people of Port Townsend are hoping, though, that the, at least the states might uh, consider these these rights well, of nature okay. laws. All right, whales' right to life. We're very progressive around here. Okay, thank you very much, Aaron. I wonder if that applies to uh, unborn whales. Does, does, does this mean? That no, can we eat no more whale abortions in Washington? I'm hoping that it means that because uh, there are a lot of orcas swimming around with unwanted pregnancies, and uh, and and I'm hoping that the right to life extends to the unborn orcas as well. But good, good job to Port Townsend for finally protecting the rights of the unborn orcas, or whatever the right to life means there. I mean, so, Like I said, I'm just writing down notes furiously as I'm listening to the newscasts and to to everything else. So uh, CBS News, I hear uh, this. Here, we pulled clips.
1: New opportunities for the youngest Americans to get their COVID shots, as Alexander 10 reports.
0: The FDA has expanded
1: its emergency use authorization for the updated Moderna and Pfizer COVID vaccines down
0: to six months old. Kids in this youngest age group will be able to get an updated COVID vaccine as their third shot, at least two months after their second. The move comes amid what officials say is a, quote, woefully slow uptake of the new vaccine. It's woefully slow because parents instinctively are protective of their babies. And they don't want their kids to be some kind of a, a pincushion experimental test dummies for Moderna and Pfizer. We have no idea what vaccinating a six-month-old is gonna mean to the health of that baby. But they're they they do not in my opinion, they don't need it. Babies are fine. If they're healthy, if they don't have any comorbidities, your baby's fine. I haven't heard about you know any rash of children dying with parents turning their back on the vaccine for their babies and their children because it's not happening. Now, Washington State Department of Health, King County Department of Health, they're lying on their data dashboards about children and the vaccine they're lying because in every child demographic age demographic they are more likely to get covid if they're vaccinated and boosted than if they are unvaccinated and they can't and won't explain that i've invited them on the show many times to explain why they are lying and i'm using their own numbers to prove that they're lying and then the fda this is all about Fider- Fiderna That's- that's my new amalgamation. Miser and Foderna. They, they've completely bought off our government so that we can start injecting babies at six months old. And now they're stepping it up. Man, I tell you, we've gone insane. Another story that I heard in CBS News. See, all this is bonus material. I wasn't planning I'm talking about any of these things. But, oh, did you hear The excitement about the new $5 bill? Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen today marked a milestone in U.S. history when she... Ooh, a milestone in U.S. history? Tell me more. I can't wait. They held up a newly minted $5 bill signed for the first time ever by two women. The first banknotes with my signature are being delivered this month to the Federal Reserve. Wait a second. They're not biologists. There are no such thing as women. Gender's on a spectrum. There are a billion genders, and there's no such thing as women. That's what the left has been telling us. And then all of a sudden, the same people who tell us there's no such thing as women, that we can't tell who's a woman because we're not biologists. Then when Janet Yellen signs the $5 bill as Treasury Secretary, all of a sudden we celebrate it because she's a woman. So which is it? Do we have women and we can celebrate women and we can say that women are wonderful and unique and that they are so important to our families? Can we say that? Or do we have to say that women don't exist and we can't tell who's a woman and the new Supreme Court Justice, who's the first black woman, isn't a woman because she's not a biologist and she doesn't know what's what? Which is it? Just tell me what the rules are. Do, do we celebrate the new $5 bill or do we condemn it? Because it talks about gender. I real, I don't know the rules. Then I'm listening to to Aaron's newscast, Mount Vernon Schools. They're readjusting the calendar. I'll, I'll get into this one tomorrow. I'm going to go through and see exactly what their vacation and holiday schedule is now. But they're going to readjust their school schedule because of teacher burnout. And they're going to spread out the vacations. <laughs> you get two weeks at Christmas. Sorry, winter break. You get a week for midwinter break. You get a week for spring break. You get two months in the summertime, but we got to spread out the holidays because they're burning out. Okay, all right. I'll look into that as well. We got whales. <laughs> passing right to life rules for whales can't do it for babies, but we can do it for whales. The same people, this whack job mayor that they have. I'm sorry. This mayor with whack job policies in Mount uh, Port Townsend, uh, yeah, he kicks a 80-year-old woman out of the YMCA pool forever because she didn't like seeing a biological male watching little girls undress in the locker room, but we're protecting the whales right to life. Okay, all right. It's all, it's all making perfect. This world is making perfect sense to me now. Nicole, is there a way to just mute the newscasts at the top of the hour so I don't get all worked up? Because look, look at me now. I was yeah, I've, I've spent nine minutes on stuff way, I, I wasn't I even planning work. on talking about here. I can make that work. You can make that happen, Andrew? Yeah. No, I like no, no no I don't want to be muted. I want to hear. I like doing I like commenting. I like counterbalancing what I hear in CBS news. So and I'll give you an example. So the, the $5 bill, two women's signatures, that's all that the left cares about. It's Everything's about virtue signaling. So let's get back to Brittany Griner. So we trade Brittany Griner. And again, what the Russians did to her is outrageous, putting her in jail for 10 months, and they were going to send her to a labor camp, and she had been sentenced to eight years for having a vape pen with, I don't know what it is, hash or I don't know what it is. But, first of all, the stupidity of a high-profile American bringing drug paraphernalia into Russia, knowing that you could be snatched up and used as propaganda by an international terrorist, Putin. Uh, But, you know, the Brittany Griner, she didn't mind the Russians when they were paying her millions of dollars to play basketball because that was a lot more than she could make in the U.S. Brittany Griner hates America, apparently. She spoke out regularly against America. She would take the knee for the national anthem, and now her wife is celebrating the Biden administration and everything they're doing. Meanwhile, American hero Marine Paul Whelan is sitting in a Russian prison, has been for four years falsely accused of espionage, according to the United States of America. He's falsely accused of espionage, and yet we give up the biggest chip that we have, the merchant of death, we send back for Brittany Griner. Now, why? Well, because there were a bunch of WNBA players, and they were tagging Joe Biden in their tweets. And that's all that matters anymore. The Biden administration, all they care about is social media cachet, just virtue signaling. Brittany Griner is black and she's lesbian. So she is much more important to Joe Biden than a Marine who's been sitting in a Russian prison for four years. So what did we give up to get Brittany Griner? Well, we gave up a guy that they call the merchant of death. An arms dealer. He was uh, getting as many armaments as possible to kill United States service members and members of our intelligence community. His name is Victor Bout. And if you don't know who this guy is, here's a little bit of what 60 Minutes on CBS told us about him. This past week, they brought him to New York to face terrorism charges. Tonight, those at the heart of Operation Relentless, a sting that spanned three continents tell the story behind it for the first time victor boot uh, in, in my eyes um is one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth on the face of the earth without a doubt ak-47s not by the thousands but by the tens of thousands so he weaponizes civil war in africa he transformed these young adolescent warriors into uh Insidious, mindless, maniacally driven killing machines that operated with assembly line efficiencies. This has indicted him on four terror-related charges, including conspiracy to kill Americans. What makes him a threat to the United States? He's a shadow facilitator. He's arming not only designated terrorist groups, uh, insurgent groups, but he's also arming very powerful drug trafficking cartels uh, around the globe. This is the lord of war. The Merchant of Death. Right. And you've got him in your hands. Right. He's in custody. It's, it's a great feeling. Not anymore. We gave him up to get a WNBA player who tried to get drug paraphernalia into Russia to get her out. Meanwhile, an American Marine sits in prison. Has for four years. This is one of the most disgusting things I've heard in ages. Uh, And Joe Biden says, oh, no, no, we we didn't have a choice. Well, when you have a a brain-addled president who can't negotiate what flavor pudding he wants for dinner, how is he going to negotiate with an international terrorist like Vladimir Putin? We never forgot about Brittany. We've not forgotten about Paul Whelan, who's been unjustly detained in Russia for years. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. We brought home Trevor Reed when we had a chance earlier this year. Sadly, for totally illegitimate reasons, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Brittany's. But you had the ultimate chip. But you gave him back to Russia. Victor Boot, who militarized children in Africa so tribal warriors could murder each other by the hundreds of thousands. Drug smuggler whose drugs have killed millions. The reason that Putin wants him back, intelligence community sources tell us this afternoon that the reason Putin wanted this guy back is because he wants to use him in the war against Ukraine. So the taxpayers of the United States of America have sent $91 billion to Ukraine to protect their border. We can't protect our own border. Borders are meaningless between the U.S. and Mexico, but the Ukraine border, let's spend $100 billion to protect their border. So we send $91 billion to Ukraine so they can protect their border, and then we send the merchant of death to Putin so that he can go and murder Ukrainians. This is is insane. This, This is as insane as things get. Right now, so we could get a WNBA player who tried to sneak drug paraphernalia into Russia home. And again, what she, what Britney Griner was sentenced to, is outrageous. But she admitted that she intentionally tried to bring the vape pen in or whatever it was. She admitted it, and that is not a fair trade. For one of the most vile terrorists in the world, we got more to come on this. All right, that is for now. Your fastest fifteen. This has been the fastest fifteen minutes in the news. Fast, 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 fast. Dory's fastest fifteen. We oh, have two women inside a five dollar bill now. Celebrate. Okay, uh, we're going to check the news for you, and then uh, I'll probably talk about this with our friend Brandy Crows she's gonna join us next here on the Dory Monson show Hot time
1: to come to Jesus you got in your
0: well it is Thursday afternoon and that's when our friend Brandy Cruz drops by for a weekly visit hello Brandy
1: greetings uh
0: the day before you're uh, you're going out of town I heard
1: a courtesy Dory Monson well what? <laughs> Well, apparently you're the world's best boss and you got Nicole some front row tickets and I get to enjoy in that. was I not supposed to share that you were the world's well, don't best think boss. I haven't
0: talked about this with Nicole yet, but I, I will. I'll talk about it later in the show. But yeah, no, look, we've had a great year. Nicole's uh, not only a great coworker, but a great friend. So, uh, but I was thrilled she was sharing them with you. So, uh, yeah, I got front row tickets to see uh, some country artists. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> Who are you going to see?
1: I think we're seeing Dirks Bentley, aren't we? Oh, no, no,
0: it's not Dirks. Who is it? Oh, Luke no. Bryan.
1: Luke, Luke Bryan. Bryan. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Luke Bryan. Wow. Yeah. I should really. Um, I knew that. I knew that. Did you? I did okay. know that. Um, so,
0: so, yeah. So I was able to get front row tickets to see Luke Bryan in Las Vegas. And she's going to take you to enjoy the show. So that makes me feel good because it makes me feel like I'm also giving you a combined birthday Christmas gift as well.
1: You are. So if you could keep buying her things that, that she <laughs> is likely to share with me, I would yes. appreciate
0: it. Okay. All right. Dad. Right. Well, I can't wait to get a full review from Nicole on Monday and from you sometime next week.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, she spent the night last night. Way too late, by the way. She should have been sleeping. Sending me pictures of possible outfits she wanted to wear. So. Oh really? She's all in. She's got her country looks prepared and.
0: Well, yeah. If you're in the front row, this is a, a, a theater. It's kind of the newest theater on the Strip too. And it's not that big a venue. It's only like 5,000 seats. I took my wife there a few months ago, and uh, it, it's fabulous. So I I hope it works out because I wanted this to be special.
1: Yeah, it'll be awesome. I don't think I've ever sat front row at a concert before.
0: No, I, I, I only have once, and it's uh, it's a difference maker. It's, a, it's, it's a nice to time. have good friends, <laughs> high places. All right, we got a lot of stuff in the news. So the big story today, of course, is the Biden administration has traded a WNBA star for the merchant of death. I don't know if that's – and look, I think that – You know, the sentence Brittany Griner got for the offense she committed is outrageous. It is just ridiculous. And I don't care that Brittany Griner doesn't seem to like America. She's one of the big anthem kneelers. That doesn't matter. Uh, It was was a ridiculous sentence. But trading her for the merchant of death, an arms dealer who wanted to kill Americans, it just doesn't seem like a fair trade to me, Brad.
1: Well, you know, know, obviously we all wish we could go back and, I mean, I don't I don't think Americans should be going to Russia, period, Um, particularly very high profile Americans, because and and this is just going to add to that. I mean. Putin sees them as possible political leverage. And so if you're an American who has any amount of notoriety, going to Russia is just about the dumbest thing that you could do right now. Because now we've shown, and there's a reason, you know, the U.S. for so long has not negotiated with terrorists. Well, Vladimir Putin is a terrorist as far as I'm concerned. And um, this is negotiating with him. And now I – look, I – It's tough because she's there. You don't want to let her sit there for 10 years. Um, But like you said, you've got somebody who's incredibly dangerous, who's in prison for a very good reason, who now gets to go out of prison because of this. But I think more so even than her choice or, you know, what she says was an accident to bring this stuff into Russia.
0: It was pure stupidity. Well, yeah, but
1: more so than that, I think the decision to even go there in the first place is... Is troubling. And I, I really think that, that any Americans who would think about playing ball in, in Russia would seriously need to consider that.
0: Reconsider yeah, and that. they can make millions. Women playing basketball can make millions in Russia, and, and they're capped at just a couple hundred thousand at the most here in the US. So I understand the want to make money. but And then here's the other thing we've got a, a United States Marine who's been sitting in a Russian prison for four years now, Paul Whelan. And uh, I think if we had a president whose mind was working, maybe he could have negotiated a two for one. I mean, if you're talking about an arms dealer who was trading weapons to kill United States military and intelligence personnel, uh, I can't believe. and, And this is what bothers me the most, man. Everything the Biden administration does is for social media plaudits. So mm. uh, the fact that it was a black lesbian that they got, well, they expect to get plaudits for that. Just like when they say we're gonna pay off student loans and they hope to get votes for that. And you know, Gavin Newsom wants reparations in California because he hopes that'll help him get, you know, secure the black vote when he runs for president. And it's like everything is being done, not for what is best for America. But for social media plaudits, and that's no way to run a country.
1: Yeah, and there's one one thing I'll disagree with you on there, and that is this, you know, idea that the White House perhaps didn't attempt to negotiate for Paul Whelan or to have this be, you know, two prisoners for one. I'm sure that that was the the U.S. put every effort into trying to bring Paul Whelan home with Brittany Griner, and you know, the way that um, an administration official um, framed it to Politico was the choice was between bringing. Home One American or bringing home no American. And so, you know, I think that they saw Russia wasn't going to give up all that easily. Um, and so it was like, OK, either we choose to bring Britney home or we choose to bring no one home. And so I, I, I feel very confident that every effort was made to to make it one, you know, the merchant to death for both of them.
0: Right. But then don't release the merchant of death. And, and I'm sorry that Brittany Griner decided to bring a vape pen into Russia. And you and I agree that the sentence she received is outrageous. And yeah. It's completely out of proportion. But don't give up the one chip that you have unless you're getting maximum in return. But, But they... All they think about when they think about what is our maximum return is, are they going to be lauded by people on TikTok? And and that's what I find so disturbing about this whole thing.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I was reading up on this guy, too, that they swapped him for someone who um, used to torture and amputate people, um, mm-hmm. used child soldiers, <laughs> uh, aided the Taliban. Um, I mean, this is like. The, the worst of the worst guys. And so there were even and I was reading Politico, some of their reporting on this um, based on some sources from U.S. Uh, officials who were deliberating this. And it seemed to be a universal consensus that, you know, trading the merchant of death for both of them would would have been in, in any reasonable sense, a quote unquote fair trade, but not so much sort of the, the one for one that took place.
0: Well, not only that, but uh, another intelligence sources this afternoon saying that the reason Putin wanted this guy is because he can use him in the battle against Ukraine. So that also, you know, the United States says, well, we're fighting for Ukraine. We've sent Ukraine $91 billion, but then we give Putin a a very skilled intelligence and arms dealer so that he can go and kill Ukrainians. Everything about this is crazy to me. Right? Yeah, I agree. Uh, but that's been going on for a long time, my my view of this administration. Let's talk about stuff closer to home here. Uh, the pass has been closed all day today. You drove across the pass just a couple of weeks ago to go. You went to Pullman, right? For yeah,
1: yeah, I went yeah. for the Apple Cup.
0: So, there are a couple things going on. One, it seems we still don't have enough snowplow drivers. I don't know why we don't have enough. I don't know <laughs> why why we've lost so many. So, Inslee fires a bunch of guys who are unvaxxed. And then also, we got these semi-truck drivers who are not putting chains on when chains are mandatory and they're spinning out. And I think the punishment for that should be a lot great. I think they should have to go to a Russian prison if you spin out on Snoqualmie Pass. Uh, because, I mean, you choose to take that risk, and then you cause the pass being shut down, does, it seems like the penalty for that should be something greater.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a Russian penal colony, Dory. But right. I, you know, and I'm sure that it is a pain in the you-know-what to put chains on It's a, a
0: pain in the penal is what it the- is.
1: To put chains on a big rig. I get it. But, you know, you're not just risking shutting the pass down when you've got this like 18 wheeler that spins out. It's also very dangerous uh, for everyone driving around you, for the members of law enforcement and first responders who have to come to your rescue. Uh, So I agree. I don't know. Do you know what the penalty is? Is there, I mean, I'm assuming there's a big fine. I know there's a fine if you don't put on chains when you're mandated to.
0: Right. Yeah. I think it's a ticket and a fine, but it's nowhere near the equivalent of. What it? I mean, think of what it does to commerce. There are hundreds of trucks that are trying to go interstate to get goods to marketplace. They're just sitting there waiting now for the pass. And uh, it's yeah, it's nowhere near an equivalent. Yeah, sometimes.
1: but so, I, I will also say yes. that you know I grew up in Minnesota, so we had you know, I mean, it, it, we were masterful at removing snow because we mm-hmm. got snow all the time. I understand when. In, in Seattle, for instance, there's kind of a mess when there's snow and everything shuts down. I don't understand that for the pass. Snow at the pass is a very, very normal thing. As you said, right. it is a critical uh, byway to get from east to west. Um, the implications of shutting it down are severe. The fact that our state has to shut it down so often is, is mind-boggling <laughs> to me. And like you said, I mean – Uh, You know, we could use those truck uh, plow plow drivers back who, uh, you know, had the sin of not being vaccinated. Every every truck plow driver would help.
0: And what I don't understand about that and then we'll move on. But uh, Inslee has said if you're vaccinated, if you got vaccinated a year, a year and a half ago, you can get hired for these open jobs. If you are an unvaxxed state worker who got fired, you cannot be rehired. Because you're still unvaccinated, even though somebody was vaccinated a year and a half ago and hasn't gotten any booster, it doesn't provide any benefit. And yet he's saying those people can be hired who never worked for us, but the people who worked for us and got fired who are still unvaxxed, they cannot be rehired. And I'm sorry. Insane.
1: I know you want to move on, but also the fact yeah. that the media has not demanded a clear answer on that from Governor yes. Inslee is yes. is absolutely absurd to me because you can't make any coherent argument. I, I didn't support a, a vax um, booster mandate or a vax mm-hmm. mandate, but at least if he mandated the booster, there would be some consistency there in, yeah. in the argument. There is none now, and I wish the media would demand that he explain that.
0: Agreed. All right, quick time out. Brandi Cruz is with us. You can see her work at patreon.com slash undivided. We've got a bunch of other stuff we're going to talk about as our conversation continues here on the Dory Monson Show. I was born in the morning. Hot time to come to Jesus. you got skeletons in your closet, all
1: over your face.
0: Uh, we are back with Brandy Cruz. See her work at com slash undivided. What are you working on this week?
1: I, I don't want to give too much away, but I, I hope I have it ready before I come on with you next week. I'm looking at, and I've been waiting on some PDRs, as you know, which takes months. I've been looking at some really concerted efforts from high-up Democrats, um, to really squash any dissent or criticism in the media. And I know that's not something that would surprise you. Like, you'd be like, like, of course they, you know, won't don't want to um, come on Dory's show or whatever it is. Right. But I think you'll be really surprised by kind of the blatantness of it going on behind the scenes. And so I'm going to expose a little bit of that. So that's the story I'm working on.
0: Well, I talked about this a couple of days ago, that Missouri is engaged in this lawsuit now with, uh, with the United States government. And one of the things that has come out, uh, in, about the same type of issue. But it turns out that two years ago in 2020, somebody on Twitter posted that the 2004 Washington gubernatorial election was uh, rigged, which I absolutely believe. I covered that for weeks and weeks. They found on the third recount, they found a tray a month after the election. They found a tray in a warehouse at King County Elections that had 170 ballots that happened to tip the election for Chris Gregoire against Dino Rossi. So anyway, somebody on Twitter just two years ago, Brownie, Wrote that the 2004 election was rigged. Uh, I've said that many, many times. Somebody in our Secretary of State's office, when Kim Wyman was Secretary of State, they went to authorities, to this new government, uh, intergovernmental security panel, agency, whatever they call it. And that panel went to Twitter, and Twitter shut down somebody, one of their Twitter uh, writers, who had just a few followers because they said something in 2020 about the 2004 election. Wow. So here we had Washington state government actively working to silence a private citizen who was just giving a, an opinion on an election 16 years ago, an opinion that, by the way, I think they could back up as accurate. But when we have government trying to shut down private speech to this extent, uh, I'm really glad you're digging into that,
1: well, yeah. and I um I've been going through the PDr so far, no specific mention of Dory Monson, but perhaps some some uh, shady references that that might have been about you. But I'll also note that's why I was so interested in the Twitter files, quote unquote, that came out that showed how much political parties and organizations really had a say and direct contacts behind the scenes at Twitter to say, hey, here's something we don't agree with. Can you yes. take action against it? And I laughed at so much of the mainstream media acting like the Twitter files were were no big deal. It's like, wow, anyone who cares about the First Amendment, um, the freedom of the press uh, should care about the Twitter files. And so I think that spoke volumes about the corporate media in their rush to, to dismiss what came out in, in that information.
0: Well, and I do know personally that our attorney general, Bob Ferguson, he used his campaign fundraising list, sent out a memo to all of them two years ago, told them to call Bonneville to try to have me fired. And so when you have the highest law enforcement uh, office in the state of Washington trying to silence a member of the media because they don't like the things that I say, there is no greater First Amendment violation. And uh, this has gone unchecked for way too long. And if people care about the Constitution, I don't care what your ideology is. I don't care, you know, where you are on the spectrum. But if you care about the Constitution, You better care about this because at some point someone's going to be in power who doesn't like what you think. And if government can just shut you down because somebody in power has access to the most powerful media channels that you have to express yourself, uh, this isn't America anymore. No, that's something we better all be aware of.
1: And one of the things I've preached for years, going back to my time at Fox 13, I did multiple commentaries on this. And I was glad at the time I was given the latitude to do it is the insanity of People who do PR for these politicians, they're they're supposed to be public spokespeople. They get paid with taxpayer funds, and then they work at every measure to obstruct and to keep information from the public. To me, there should be a law against it. I think people who do uh, public facing engagement with the media for politicians should be appointed by some sort of independent body. So they're beholden to the public uh, to give us information, not to the politician that they're working for. It's really insane to me.
0: Well, in uh, in the King County Department of Health, they have been putting phony numbers on their COVID data dashboard for years, two years now. Uh, I've invited them to come on 10 times because I'm pretty good at breaking down numbers. I know their numbers are phony. I know that they are lying to the public. I've invited them 10 times to come on my show and show me where I'm wrong, and they refuse to do so. And they refuse because I'm right, but they can just hide under their rock and let the people who don't listen to my show or don't watch you on Patreon, uh, they can let the, those other people just be ignorant of what government is doing right now. Well, and and yes, they, they should be forced to speak to us.
1: We had a great example. Do you remember when I reached out to Mike Kreidler's office? What is it, last year when he was in the yes. midst of that scandal and asked for an interview? And they said that because of a story you and I did, 12 – like. Like uh, 10 or 12 years ago that they didn't like, the the spokesperson said he advised the insurance commissioner not to speak to me <laughs> because of a legitimate news story we did like a decade ago. That yeah. should be criminal.
0: Okay, well, look out, Brandy. They're coming for you. Whatever. I've figured out how to navigate this as best I can, but they're coming for you too. All right, Brandi Cruz, you can see her her information that they want to silence <laughs> go to patreon.com slash undivided have a great time in vegas and i'll talk to you next week
1: all right thanks again for the front row tick story talk the to athletes.
0: you later brady right, cruz patreon.com slash undivided love to hear what you think about all this you can text me at 888 973 gyro 888 we're gonna check the news and then the big leader too coming up next here on the dory monson show I was born